Alright, welcome to the seventh episode of Geisler's Guidelines, the vlog turned podcast. We are still abroad because people just want us all over the world, so we are coming from all places. Really just one place, um, but technically a couple different, we've gone to a couple different places technically. Um, but here in the makeshift studio, I have very wonderful guests here with me today. I have my fellow Brotherhood co-founder, and I have my cougar here today. So <laughs> I have some very wonderful guests, uh, Uncle Paul and Alicia. <laughs> Would you guys mind introducing yourselves, please? Yes, I'm Alicia Buchanan. I'm Jordan's favorite aunt. And AKA my cougar, which is a long story. <laughs> I'm the cub, she's cougar. Always looking after my boy. <laughs> and uh, I'm married to Paul, who will introduce himself. And we have two girls, Lily and Olivia, uh, 19 and 21, and our son-in-law, Bailey, 22. And we live in San Diego, California. Thanks for the setup, Alicia. We do have studio audience with Bailey in here today. Thank you so much, Bailey, for being here. The only one who wanted to be here, so burn the rest of y'all. But thank you, Bailey, for showing up. You've met our other two daughters in previous episodes, so we got to lucky number seven. Lucky number seven, which is my Favorite At least you were beating number. your mom and dad. Uh, true, you guys are beating my mom and dad. Everyone's beating my mom and dad, but... Uh, that makes us feel good. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Uh, shout out to you guys. I, you guys are my first, well, kind of request to be on the show. Because Paul was like, oh, if you ever want us to be on the show, like, we could. And I was like, all right, people want to be on it. I'm going to make it happen. Absolutely. Um, other than my parents, technically. But because of that whole situation, uh, I don't know if I can count that as a request to be on the show anymore. Because... <laughs> Then they denied me being on the show, so... They lost their chance. Maybe they'll make it on, maybe they won't. Uh, in due time, we shall see. That's um, right. But That's right. thank you uh, both very much for being here and sacrificing your time and dignity to be on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, You're very welcome. We uh, have a very wonderful topic today, the fifth card chosen, because <laughs> Alicia, like mother, like daughter... Uh, Olivia chose like five different cards and uh, Alicia chose five cards when typically I only allow three, but future guests, don't let that get to your heads. Don't think you could just take whatever ones you want. Uh, but we were talking about reality TV today and this is a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart um, because I like some good TV <laughs> and I really think that we're going to have, I think we're going to have a good episode. So let's start it off. Do you watch reality TV? And if yes, what do you watch? Alicia, I think you really want to answer this question. This could take about another 30 minutes just no, for no, no. <laughs> I, I do like reality TV and I do watch reality TV. My favorite, and I guess I'm a little embarrassed to say, but it is The Housewives of the OC. Yeah. Followed by The Housewives of New York. <laughs> Thirdly, I like The Housewives of Beverly Hills. Isn't uh, that like a... Don't Olivia, Olivia and Lily watch that, too? Yes, I have reeled them in, and now we all watch it together. They've been sucked into the vacuum. <laughs> My bad mom. And <laughs> <laughs> are there other, other than... Are there any non-housewife-based shows? Uh, I have in the past watched Big Brother, like you. Yes. Kind of drifted away from that one. Um, what else do I like, Paul? I mean, 
Do you watch The Bachelor? No. Oh, you know, I watched that in the beginning. I cannot hack that anymore. Okay. It's just horrible. Do you? No. But no. I've heard so many good, terrible things about yes. it where I'm like, I could probably get into I've it. I've tried, and then it's so cringy. I just have to turn it off. I just yeah. feel like if I take that leap into watching it, there's no yeah. turning back. Yeah, I get sucked in. Would um, you consider the, what is it, the Hollywood medium? Reality oh, TV. I yeah. would consider that reality okay. TV. Oh, I do. I, I'll pull one of those episodes once in a while. I always find that interesting. And so. I think we got mentioned the OG, which we kind of talked about the other night, was how I remember on a trip to California, we stopped by your house and you guys were watching oh. Here Comes Honey Oh, please don't tell people that. <laughs> I was that from the record? Okay, that, that one I'm embarrassed about. <laughs> yeah. I was so intrigued by that show. I because our parents have been pretty non-reality TV, so I didn't really know that was a thing. But I was so captivated by the trashiness of these, I guess you could call them people, that I was like, <laughs> oh. wow, I need to watch this. And the minute we left, our parents were like, we're never watching that show. <laughs> that, and I was like, but it's garbage. everything. And <sighs> it was so good. Yeah, um, that's definitely all a things trashy in California lead to hell. <laughs> <laughs> there is some truth to that. Uh, Paul, do you watch any reality TV? I'm not a big fan. Um, I know that the girls do enjoy it, and I usually uh, head upstairs to watch something else. So what about I banish myself? Like upstairs. Bear Grylls, Survival. That, is that reality? Uh, no, I'm gonna say that's, that's, that's a more, no. That's, that's like almost not it's nature kind of dog, but just yeah, yeah. It's like kind of well. I'm gonna say some of reality TV is scripted, uh, um, yeah. but I don't. I wouldn't. But base Paul's that. kind of lying. Oh really? Yes. Are we going to spill some tea? Yes, intrigue. Okay. Because he'll walk through the room, and then he'll kind of back up and, you know, look around the corner and be like, oh, for... what's Lisa Rena doing Exactly. Up he'll be like, hmm, is that Vanderpump? What's she up to this week? <laughs> She's my least favorite of all women on <laughs> See? He knows! He knows! I know who the characters are. I just don't watch the yeah, show. Yeah, so he'll kind of peek around and be like, well, why is she doing that? Or, oh, what's going on there? Yeah. So you do watch sometimes. Sometimes you sit, even sit down. Yeah. It's not it. intentional. But That's usually true. he gets up and he'll be like, mm, if love you guys, but I'm going upstairs. Yeah. And he'll be like, <laughs> now, I'm now I'm going. Now I'm going. Now I'm really leaving. <laughs> I promise. What, what's happening? I'm going. <laughs> um, as for me, I don't watch much because I did grow up in a house where like reality TV was not really like something we participated in. Although I... Is Biggest Loser reality TV? I feel oh, like in yeah. a way it is. Yeah, we yeah. loved The Biggest Loser. Okay, we watched Longest that. time. We watched, we watched that. that. that yeah. And then, and yeah. yeah. And then Paige and I came to a realization of like, we're literally watching fat people sweat, <laughs> and that's kind of weird, so we should probably back off from this. And then, like, after it ended, scandals came out of, yeah, like, how they basically, like, tortured Abused and berated people. these people. I wonder if that's true or not. I feel like it is, but at the same well, time, everybody's like, kind of disappeared. You haven't really seen any of those stars since then. Well, the Bob guy, he does, like, heart medication. Yeah, yeah, heart attack. Heart attack. Um, and then, but yeah, it was a, what's her name? Jillian Michaels. Yeah, she, she does, she like, was the kind of there and then disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? But we did watch that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you mentioned Big Brother. That show is. That's lit. entertaining. I that love Big good. Brother. I'm now watching my first season of just regular people. Typically, I only watch the celebrity, the celebrity seasons. Which one do you um, like better, regular or celebrity? Well, okay, celebrities. 
it's kind of weird because they're not re- first of all they're not really celebrities they're, they're like maybe list. c-list at best people um but they have like some decency to an extent regular people have like no decency like oh, no self-regard they're yeah they're trying to become a celebrity are they all hooking up and stuff um not yet but I feel like that's gonna happen soon. But I don't like to describe the male race as this, but there's some man whores on that show. <laughs> some serious man whores. And I'm not gonna, I don't want any feminist backlash, but there are some women who are throwing themselves out there a little bit, not gonna lie. Um, but the men yeah. are not doing any favors by walking around with everything except their Wawa showing. But yeah, that's I remember from the back point. in the day when I watched it. Same thing going yeah. on. But we're going to get more into that as the show goes on. Uh, is there any reality in reality TV? In uh, some of it, I think. Some people show their true struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can help other folks that are, might be struggling with the same thing on some of those shows, especially on the weight loss show and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, especially that can, Vegas You know, trigger someone else to maybe get in better shape change your life whatever so I think there is some Are you some uh, reality I think it's short lived though I don't think they dwell on it or or uh, talk about it too much I think they it gets overshadowed by the craziness yeah. because that's what sells the show yeah not the just regular the life the drunk girl falling on the floor yeah, yeah they don't want the you know yeah. they don't want the serious moment like a, a little PSA. bit here and there, yeah. but and then back into the let's get. If it there's like the serious crying. tear shedding during the serious moment, then they'll probably show it just because yeah. like oh people are crying. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Um, I think maybe some. I think probably in shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians or like Vanderpump Rules. I think I watched maybe twenty minutes of an episode of Vanderpump Rules. And I nearly vomited. I was like, how is this even happening? Because, like, ten minutes into the show, it's this fight between two girls. And one of the girls is like, oh, well, like, Shelly has, like, had an affair with this other guy who was married to the real housewife, Brandy. And now she's just a hoe. And then the other girl's like, everyone thinks I'm a hoe because I did cheat with a married man. But I'm really not. And then, like, they're just, like, going back and forth on, like, (laughs) <laughs> who can serve tables better or get most tips or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, this is actually really making me sick. Um, yeah. That's 20 minutes I can't get back. Yeah, like, yeah. that 20 minutes of my life, I'll probably want back on my deathbed. But <laughs> I think, maybe, I think, like you said, Alicia, like, there are some moments where, like, maybe when people talk about, like, struggles, uh, and it's, like, kind of helpful, like, Little People Big World, I think, was kind of maybe some kind of reality in reality TV because it was like talking about like dwarfism and how like people will often look down on them just because of that seemed like a, a physical good, deformity but that seemed like a more of a good base show, reality yeah. show than the trash yeah you know, family and but like keeping up with the Kardashians I see like no reality in that because it's just all hype for money and they their family tree has like so many broken branches and like yeah. At first it was probably an apple tree and now it's like an apple peach orange potato tree and there's just like <laughs> all this crap sprouting off because like I know. Kim has married this guy and then Courtney married this guy who broke up with her and then dated Chris but somehow or whoever. With that one, if I'm flipping through and I see it, I'll watch it for a few minutes and I 
fully 100% get sucked in yeah. and I'm watching it. And it's so stupid that I can't stop. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll just finish It's this. the car wreck. You're, you're, yeah, you're it's a, a yeah a dumpster fire. I just, but it's horrible. It's the crap dashings to me. I can't <laughs> stand it. Yeah, I'm like that's just. It's too much. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even make any sense. There's to no me. reality to it. I mean, they're they're very, they're very affluent. They have all their money and everything like that. And they kind of show it. And they don't kind of show it. They flaunt it. Definitely. Yeah. You know, this is we're going to an opening or we're going to do this. They get paid to be in a certain place. I. That just yeah that's not work I agree it's so. not really anything yeah um, has reality TV impacted any of your perceptions just on like life or what life is supposed to be or what you should want in life not with the well with the ones I watch they're so they're so off the chart over the top that I know it's basically pure entertainment for me you know yeah all the housewives, all the money, all the clothes, all that. I mean, it's fun kind of to an watch. escapism. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. But I know it's just not any any type of reality that would affect me or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think because you guys are older, you like, and I'm not being like you guys are old. Well, I mean, Cougar comes from somewhere, but (laughs) (laughs) I do think that because you're, like, wiser and you know better, you're, like... But on the younger side. Yeah, if you're younger, then, Mm -hmm. like, this is... You're, like, oh, well, this is what I'm supposed to want, or this is where I'm supposed to be in life, or this this. is what I'm supposed to aspire to be. And I think, for me, the perception of, like, what fame is and what comes with fame is definitely affected by reality TV as well as just like the idea of how fake people can be depending on who's watching them like if the camera is rolling then I'm this person and I'm wearing this mask but when it's off I'm this person and I'm this mask and I act a certain way I don't you know make everything super dramatic I'm not super emotional or whatever um but like Big Brother gonna in the two episodes of the regular people season that I've watched um just seeing all these guys like walk around without a shirt on I'm like well if I didn't know better it would almost seem like that's what I'm supposed to do all the time if I want to be seen as attractive or if that's how I want people to notice me or get attention it's just like be a piece of meat to oh. other to everyone else and I do see well, like personally with the ones I watch, you know, the women look really good. And they're around, some of them around my age, probably younger. Yeah. So, oh gosh, you know, I wish I didn't have my wrinkles or, yeah. oh, they're suggesting this yeah. is really great and yeah. this laser thing or whatever. So you yeah. think, well, I could look a little bit better like they do if I tried that. And so, you just yeah, dumped money into surgeries right, and Right, right. They got a gazillion dollars to do all that stuff, but yeah. it does make you think, well, I could look a little better for my age, right? <laughs> I, no, you're good, and you don't want your lips, lips like, puffed no, out, like, eight sizes not. too big. Nope. I remember one time, oh, speaking of reality TV show, Celebrity Apprentice, that oh, used to yeah. be a show we watched together as a family. That's before right. Before President right. Trump was that. president. Yeah. That was a long good show. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Lisa Rena was on oh my gosh. one season, and I kept asking Paige, I was like, why, are her, why are her lips so puffy? And she's like... <laughs> Jordan, that's just how it is, and I was like, okay, but no. I know, like, it's not, and that's 
Botox, but Definitely not I just remember she looked so weird because her lips would be like, <laughs> and it was just like jutted out, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, a little overdone there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Almost can tell that it's, you yeah. know, real. Not natural, more yeah. that way. Uh, what kind of standards does reality TV set for those who watch it? Oh, unrealistic, for sure, yeah. for us regular people. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, I was thinking of the morality of it. And oh, I think it's very yeah, low. for sure. I just think that... Um, yes, yes. It just, everything goes, like, for the ratings and everything like that, so they just do whatever they want. And yeah. Oh, I'll kick it up a notch instead of just, just taking it to the limit. They go past what they normally would. Yeah. And they feel fine with it because there's a paycheck attached to it. Yeah. So... Or it might be that they're in a setting with like only two other people and they're like, oh, well, it's only two people here. And they might not even think like, oh, but millions of people are going to be watching right. this yeah. once this airs. But I wasn't even thinking, even though like morals are definitely and or like a, a sketchy thing with reality TV, I wasn't even thinking about the morality of, of how that's a standard. Um, because I definitely think keeping up with the Kardashians, there's almost no morality in that show because it the yeah. people go from like one relationship to another mm -hmm. sleeping with this person mm -hmm. that person having kids with this person and that person and there's just so much drama and it makes it seem like you can just flippantly be with whoever and, and you don't have to care and it's going to work out fine yeah. because this person is money and that's okay or whatever i wonder if when they and i remember thinking this of big brother shows like that the most once they're on there and they're they act so Stupid. Embarrassing oh, yeah. and awful. And when they watch it back, if they are humiliated, embarrassed, what do their parents think, their yeah. family, because they certainly don't act like that in their Oh, for life. sure. Right. Yeah. There was There's one woman on Big Brother who, I think she's like Asian American, and she was like, yeah, well, I live like a double life because my mom is like really reserved, and so around her I'm like quiet and conservative, and... But when I'm on my own, I like to party, and I'm just like, your mom's gonna watch this, right, and yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, what's going on? And then anytime the camera cuts to her doing like a side chat, she'll just be like, all I'm thinking is about what my mother would say to me right now, but I don't care about that anymore. Like I'm in the Big Brother house, and I'm like, well, oh my gosh, she's gonna see someone's you. gonna yeah. see this, they, you know? They, like they record it, yeah, like it back on television. Yeah. So. yeah. Whatever you say. This guys. isn't private, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. matter what you think. The other thing is, like, the editing. Like, those oh, yeah. quiet moments are probably a really good time. You know, like, you were talking about emotion or yeah, and stuff like that. You could see something where people are being real. Um, but I just think that so much of reality TV is fake. Yeah. So. I agree. And... I just love Big Brother sometimes, so I'm going to be talking about it. And Celebrity Big Brother this past season, to, I so they have it where like they, there are cameras all around the house 24-7 recording everything that they do, and you can go on the CBS website and watch live feed. And so one time I was at school and I had nothing better to do, so I was like, okay, well, like, let's see what's going on. And so I got on, and two people were reading the Bible, and I was like... They they'll never show this because like of course not. that's just not part of what it the show is. Yeah. And so I was like, well, this is really nice, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, where is this like 
biblical because they were talking about like oh I love this verse and like oh this means so much to me and, they turn around, go and out then and they turn like, around and like they get all catty with each other and they're like dropping the f-bomb like it's no big deal and I'm like well where is your conviction right. now when the camera is like more centered on you yeah and then of course there's one character in particular her name's Lolo Jones and she was like an Olympic athlete yeah. and she was one of the two people reading the Bible and then like I think that day when an episode showed it was of her getting in a fight with someone and I was like of course they're she, showing this like kind of yeah she was not the nicest person she w was very defensive a lot and she would get up in people's grill she made it to like the final four um but at the same time and she talks about her virginity a lot like she's still a virgin and she's like holding on which I think is good but at the same time I'm like there's so many different shades of you that you're like showing and not showing that it's difficult to see like who the real person right, is right, right. Um, which I think is a big dilemma for a lot of people on reality TV but I would just get kind of confused like well if you really hold this belief and cherish it then you should be talking about it all the time not just some of the time yeah. right? and granted CBS wouldn't really show her talking about all that much because they can't take like a religious position or whatever even if they wanted to yeah. um, so what do you, what kind of problems do you think reality TV causes? Well, again, the uh, standards, like we talked about earlier, people thinking they have to be like that, look like that, act like that, have that, you know, changing themselves to be like what's popular, what's on there, um, is definitely an issue. Yeah, I agree with that. I just think that uh, it distorts too many things. I agree. Uh, I just, I don't know, it's kind of hard to separate yourself from that. Yeah. It's like, wait, because what is it? Perception is reality. Yeah. So when you perceive these people and they're acting that way, then that's that's that reality. Yeah, that's yeah. what you think is to be real. Yeah. Studio audience, you want to answer this question? Wake up. <laughs> what kind of problems does reality TV cause? Mm. Well, I think that they've kind of talked on that a little bit, um, just saying it kind of sets the expectations of uh, this is what my life should be like, or this is how I should be, or what I should aspire for, and a lot of it is centered around, you know, like sex or money, and it's just like, oh, the more I have of that, does that mean the more successful I am? Um, yeah. Right. And... I mean, I, I don't think that's necessarily the case, so um, I think that's the impact reality TV has. Also, uh, sorry, also I don't know if this comes up later, but or maybe this is an Im personal impact, but you know, reality TV is a little bit of a waste of time. Oh, for sure. A little? <laughs> okay, a lot of waste of time. <laughs> so, I mean, it can impact. Uh, sometimes if I'm watching, I could be doing plenty of other things that are... Oh, for sure. Well more worth my while than watching 60 minutes of crap uh, <laughs> on TV. Yeah. So that's always an impact. You know, mm -hmm. I could do something uh, much more. Yeah. Productive. Productive yeah. with my time. Yeah. I but, think, yeah. You know, we all need to give well, some pleasure. Like said, it's, gotta it's escapism. Not overdo it. Yeah. Yeah. If that's your escapism, it's allowed you to get away from where you are for a few minutes, then I think that's the intention of it. I just yeah. I'm just not a fan of that yeah. escapism. <laughs> I right. definitely agree with the whole um, 
just a time waster like honestly that's all there really is because like you have your own life to live so why watch other people's but at the same time it's like well this is really entertaining so why not watch it um but i do think what you've been saying about escapism is like and i think back to the middle which was such a good tv show oh i love that show uh frankie hack the mom of the family like loved reality tv especially the bachelor and she'd just be like oh well this is my escape like this is what i have because she was in like a really poor family so she needed an escape yeah um but i definitely agree with that like a lot of people probably look to like shows of keeping up with the kardashian or the real housewives and they see this luxury and this fame and this wealth and they're just like oh like oh if only i could have that like what i would do to have that like i don't i would embarrass myself on reality tv to have that (laughs) um but i think that definitely is a is a big problem it's just people will throw themselves into the lives of others and get so entrenched in it that they lose sense of what they do have and of what's going on in their own lives which is kind of sad but at the same time like they I guess are asking for it because that's what they're choosing to do no one's forcing them to watch this or be part of it it's just a choice of their own yes Um, that's right do you think it would be better if reality TV didn't exist well I guess in a word yes (laughs) it it really would it really would it would Uh, that's that's for sure but I enjoy it why do you think it'd be better just because it is kind of garbagey most of it so do different things with your time no no warped sense of anything bailey's motioning that they should kill it (laughs) um yeah so paul you said yes why do you think that they should um i just think it's i think we discussed earlier the morality uh, but then there's something that's really entertaining i think the beginning of well, the beginning of reality TV was probably MTV when they came out with... Oh, the real hot. What was it? What was real that? World. Real World. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking 16 and Pregnant. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But then yeah. Survivor really kicked it off. Oh, so yeah. People, that was and that huge. that was good, because remember how families would get together and watch it, and it would be like, family night, Survivor. And so that was more about surviving was, instead of the... That wasn't garbage and people and sex backfire. and drama. Now it's like, oh, this season is like babes versus yeah, like yeah. roots or so something like that it it's kind of changed season. it up yeah. a little bit but yeah. that was one good thing about it it kind of had families together to enjoy something that was at that time it was good quality yeah. it was fun and people looked forward to it and yeah and it was i think I, the first couple of years i did watch survivor because it was yeah we did you know how they overcame the the challenges and everything like that when yeah. they together as a group or whatever but then when it started getting into like the they would start developing groups to take over other groups and everything like that just to propel themselves along in the yeah. process. That was, that, was the, that was part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that, I, so, I think what, with that, that was okay. What it did it for that. me was there was that one guy, the blind guy, one season. That, um, did you say blind or blonde? blonde. Oh, okay, sorry, I was blind, like, ooh, right? a blind I, guy I on Survivor. To describe it. <laughs> but there was this one character, and he was just like the worst character of all time. Cause he lied about everything and and there was an episode where the families come together and like they could come see and he sent one of his friends in and they would vote to see who could go see their family member or friend or anything like that and the, his part or his friend uh, 
told him that his grandparent had died, and oh. so he was like, you know, he's like, he was devastated, and then um, so everybody voted for him to go spend time with his friend. It was all a lie. It was an all an elaborate ruse so that the the two guys could hang out and, and be together. And I was like, at that point in time, I'm like, if you're gonna play that game, don't count me. That is so disgusting. I was like, there was a. I think you know how they do the behind the scenes and everything like that, or how many you know, ten year anniversary, and they're like the most despicable moment was yeah. this moment. And I'm like, I remember that. At the same time, that's so disgusting. I'd probably watch it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like I live for that kind of drama because I don't have that kind of drama in my life. Yeah. Um. So I see. I say yes and I say no. I say yes because if you get down to the root of it, it's garbage. At least. It wasn't always, but I definitely would say it is now. Yeah, it's like, morphed into something yeah. completely different. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. this one show, and I can't remember, it's not Love Island, though that one looks despicable, too. Oh, that offshoot it's, of The Bachelor that's super trashy? Yeah. Temptation Island. Temptation uh, yeah, Island. yeah. It's just all about hooking up. There was another one, it's like Something Hotel, and it's like, literally, like, this show is based off the premise of you hook up with someone every episode, and if you don't oh hook gosh. up, you get kicked off. Uh, and I'm like, that's literally equating success to sex, yeah. which is not real. And I'm just like, that is that's actual garbage, garbage yeah. to watch that. Because sure. yeah. um, yeah. honestly, that's just so disgusting. And there's no loyalty in relationships. There's no basis for attraction. Yeah. It's just honestly terrible. Well, it's all physical. All yeah, it's all physical. Superficial and everything yeah. like that. You're attractive. I'm attracted to you. Let's get together and yeah. see if I can win this thing by sleeping with the most women. Oh my gosh. It's I think the other one is the teen moms. Oh my gosh, yeah. Why did I need to know? Why? I mean, it's not our demographic and everything like that, but just the whole concept and how these young girls became stars and everything like that, and how their lives are. You always see them in the tabloids. Of oh, wait, teen the cash register. It's like, or it's like Kiki loses like a parenthood of her child or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I definitely agree. But at the same time, I see it as almost a warning sign of like, this is what you shouldn't be and this is what yeah. you shouldn't do. And I'm not throwing shade, but my sister Paige watched What Not to Wear <laughs> when we were younger. And when that. our parents found out, they're like, you can't watch that show because it's going to make you a snob. And I, I don't think that was oh, true. Um, but at the same time, I do think it may have made you just, like, superficial in appearance. But I don't think lowly of people who watch that, and I don't think lowly of my sister for watching that, but I do think there may be some truth in watching a certain show could definitely make you pay too much attention to certain things about, like, things with appearance. Wait, by you saying that, made me think, you guys used to watch, um, What Not to Wear, but I think the one show... I say if any of the reality TV, you were right earlier when you say I do watch reality TV, Queer Eye. Oh my like, gosh. Oh, I that love is that like, show. Because it is, there is a lot of heart and there's a lot of opportunity to learn from both sides. And, you know, they, they yeah. go out and they find some good, some people that you wouldn't think they would be able to help. And they help them and they're, the people are open to it and everything like that. And I like that. Come together. To yeah. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's there. very compelling stories and everything like that. So, um, I will admit that that probably be the 
one show yeah. that I would watch. I mean, because when it comes when a new season comes on, we'll sit around and watch a couple yeah. episodes yeah. of it. Yeah. And I, I just, I mean, it does have a redeeming quality where a lot of them don't. Yeah. I haven't seen the show, but I do think, from what I've heard, there is a nice touch of how they will like yeah and just like the like the team who is gay like they're coming from like one side and then they go and help people who like you know come from like maybe a conservative background or religious background and i think it's cool to see that dynamic of two forces coming together that otherwise Mm -hmm. have been really opposed to each other right so i think there is a nice unity aspect yeah yeah it's i mean it's it's well done um Jonathan is ridiculous. And is he the guy who the dresses really? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Drives me nuts. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. But I, I do, definitely see value in that, like you guys were talking about. Yeah. Um, but I don't have any other questions about reality TV. Is there anything we missed that you guys want to say, or anything uh, on your mind about the topic? No, I'll just say I do enjoy my reality TV. I'll probably keep watching it. Yeah, I've got <laughs> my favorite too. shows, yeah. and I have dragged the kids into it, yeah. so I don't know if that makes me a terrible parent. But no, it just you know, means you, you care know, about their entertainment it, quality. Whatever night it's on, if you know Olivia's not home, she'll say, oh, did you DVR it? Yeah. Save it for me. Wait, don't watch it without me. That's like, sweet, oh, though. No. That's sweet. Uh, I'm like, she's in it now, too. I, I, so. I will still go upstairs. I'm not, I don't like confrontation, and that's yeah. so much of what it is. Even when we watch, I mean, like a scripted show, like uh, This Is Us, when one of the characters, you know he's going to screw up, I immediately Oh, Paul get has to leave the room. He oh, might yeah. Watch it. I do. Like, I, he gets like, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, I mean, there's enough of a, you have the empathy for him. If he wants to watch it, he'll sit in his chair and we'll be watching it, and then confrontation comes up or the hard scene. Oh, I know it's coming. Yeah. stands up like he's going to leave the room. He sits back down. He stands back up. He sits down like, are you going? Are you staying? I used to, yeah. I used to do that with movies. I saw like, I remember an up when Oh Mr. Gosh, Fredericks, uh, when I know, uh? when Russell leaks the secret about how they have Kevin with them to the old guy who's been searching for the right. bird for years. I remember I had a, like once he finds out and starts hunting them, I like when they're in his blimp, I like removed myself for like two minutes and then came back because I guess that was just too much for me to handle. But yeah, it's interesting because I I never really knew I did it until I was talking to my brother one time when I went back um, to visit. And he started explaining, like, he got up and did it in front of us. Like, we're all sitting around watching TV, and he got up and did it. And I'm like, that's weird. He goes, and then a little bit later, I'm like, why'd you get up? And he goes, I don't know, I just get uncomfortable. And those things, I just pull myself out of the room, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I do that too. (laughs) And so, like, more like than I get, it's like, I'll start getting, I'll have a little bit of anxiety for the character of it. And I'm like, it starts making me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna go upstairs and watch NCIS because <laughs> yeah. nothing there is gonna make me uncomfortable. I'll just yeah, go. that's funny though. I definitely. But I'm to I'm that. I'm glad that she has you know something that she you know that her and the girls will watch together and they have fun with it. I mean, they yeah, we laugh a lot. Yeah, yeah, they laugh. I mean, I can. We don't take it seriously. Oh, by for any sure. Means. Yeah, yeah. So laugh our heads off. On the nights that they're watching it, it's uh, 
I don't expect to go to sleep early because they're just <laughs> You can hear it from the oh, floor below. Alicia's yeah. laugh is... Yeah, is, we crack up. Is so it's a good time. Yeah. That's good. Fun together. Oh, yeah, I mean, if they enjoy it, that's fine. Pleasure. It's, like I said, it's not for me, uh, but you know, if it's something that they enjoy, I'm okay with that. That's good. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for the topic, so it's time for our ads. This podcast is brought to you by the Freedom of Speech. Because... Thank you, Freedom of Speech. This podcast is brought to you by Ungrateful Dogs. No matter how much love, food, and comfort you give them, they'll always run away. Alrighty, we are back. Well, we are going to play... (laughs) At least you're already laughing. (laughs) We have a new game to play. This game is called Spin-Off. So, the way this game works is I'm going to give you a famous person, maybe an artist, like musician, book, movie, TV show, etc. I will give you the original name. I will then give you a new distorted name. And it is your job to tell me what this new version is about. So, for example, I told you there's a book called The Scarlet Letter. The spoofed version is The Purple Letter. What is that about? And you'll have to tell me what it is. I will give points to whoever gives the better version of the spoon. Oh, that'll be Paul. If I can find my pen. I don't know. Where is my pen? Do you see a pen? Oh, no. Well, I'll keep, oh wait, here's my pen. Sorry for that delay. Okay, so, are you guys ready to play spin-off? I think so. Sure. Okay, Paul, you will go first for number one. There's an actress named Marilyn Monroe. Who is Marilyn Sunbow? Marilyn Sunbow. She's a Bollywood actress <laughs> who's blonde and, and um, she's not as popular, but um, she had a short life too. Yeah. A lot of people were super inter- interested in her. Uh, she kind of came out of nowhere, yeah, had a couple movies, uh, was kind of a sex pot, like, like the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was from India, so... So essentially she's Indian Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, she was absolutely bad. <laughs> okay, Alicia... Okay, well, mine, mine might be better. Who know. is Marilyn Sunbow? Oh, I get the same one? Yeah. We'll see who does it better, and that person oh, gets the I point. Oh, I thought I got... <laughs> uh... Oh, so mine was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the joy of going first. Yeah. Marilyn Sunbow? Um... Well, she's, uh, you know, Marilyn Manson? Uh-huh. <laughs> Marilyn Manson's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and she just thought she'd name her son, you know, Marilyn. an unusual name because he was an unusual kid. Okay. And she's actually from Indian descent. So, Marilyn's son, Bo, she was really good with the bow and arrow. And oh. <laughs> You've changed it. You got three different answers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like how you kind of stole Paul's answer and threw it in there. Yeah, she uh, blocked me for my son. <laughs> okay. Um, this one's going to Alicia. Alicia oh, gets Marilyn Sunbo. Oh, really? In my mind, I was thinking like more of a hippie, like a Marilyn Sunbo. Oh, she's like yeah, yeah. maybe a hippie, maybe she's part of like a commune, some kind of communist oh, group. Yes, yes. Or yes something that like that. Maybe she like. Helped burn bras in like the 60s or something. Yeah, Marilyn Sunbow. 
Um, alright, so Alicia, you go first on this one. You've heard of the book To Kill a Mockingbird, but what is the book To Lacerate a Widow about? Jordan! <laughs> <laughs> no! Dude, that's lacerate. part of the game, you gotta think on your feet. To lacerate a widow. Okay. I, I suppose it would have to be some sort of murder thing. This widow, her name was Betty. <laughs> and she was older and lived in this giant castle. Yeah. And she was married to a guy who looked a little bit older than her and he passed away he was real skinny and he was kind of emaciated and unwell uh-huh. yeah. know, like, you know, <laughs> and he passed away so she was in this castle all by herself and her children never treated her very well uh-huh. they were pretty difficult and not very nice of her, her son and her daughter Yeah. and so she lived by herself and of course all they wanted was her money and stuff so they had to figure out you know we gotta knock Old Betty off. <laughs> Get the goods. Yeah. So gotta lacerate. They gotta lacerate. <laughs> so they went to the castle, they hunted down Betty, tried to lacerate the she had a really nice fancy purse she carried all the time. Uh-huh. And they wanted the purse because they always wondered what was in the purse. Uh-huh. And um so yeah, they had to infiltrate the castle, knock Betty out, get the purse, get the jewels. I love this completely original story that does Doesn't not revolve around anything. anyone we know <laughs> or have met in the past week. Okay, it might be familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this idea. I really like where we're going with it. Paul, what is To Lacerate a Widow about? Uh, it's a story of a small town in Texas. Uh, there was a series of, there was a, actually a, a large number of women in the town that were widows and it was a serial killer and uh, he had all you know turns out that he was trying to uh, he's gonna lasso them all like oh uh, lasso okay lasso. <laughs> I was a uh, lasso or rate lasso. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what the word means oh but, I'm uh, interpretational <laughs> so um, all these widows had turned him down and over time it really got bad so he started uh, killing them off one by one but he did it differently uh, first he started out making it look like accidents and then it got into it escalated to the point where people know it was murder so he was a and okay. that's the that's the that's back page of the last book okay Romeo. well we have a new we have a switch in studio audience my lovely cousin Olivia is here in the studio audience. Olivia, I want your opinion because I'm a little bit torn. Um, I don't know. I really like Dad with the originality yeah. of his. No, it should be the Betty story. <laughs> <laughs> but the Betty story is somewhat based on a true story. <laughs> so I guess that's what type of book you're looking for, fiction or almost non-fiction. non-fiction. <laughs> um... Just Betty, because, <laughs> because of the incorporation of Betty, I gotta give this one to Alicia too. Uh, I'm sorry, Paul. You still got you still got lots of opportunities to to okay. make it up. Okay, so this one you start off with this one. You've okay. heard of the duo Sunny and Cher. Uh-huh. How about the duo Honey and Bear? Um, in that that was the original cartoon uh, Bear. 
what is it? Winnie the Pooh? No. <laughs> oh. The Yogi Yogi the Bear. Okay. That was the original working name for that that show. It was him and Boo Boo. Okay. Uh, that was the original name for it. So okay. And just, I mean, it was a long-standing you know, cartoon in the U.S. for a number of time, but nobody really knew that that's the original working name for it. Okay. I like a Alicia. Well, mine is a children's book. Okay. Honey oh, you know Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Honey is just a sweet little girl, blonde hair, and she's so kind and adorable, and her parents are gone all the time, so she's always by herself a lot, and she has a little dog named Bear, and just follows her with all her adventures with Bear every day after school, mm -hmm. or whenever she's alone, it's like her best friend. Okay. Okay. Bear. I like it. I kind of like how you took a spoof of a spoof of a spoof. Oh, come on. I kind of like of a yogi and boo-boo. Mine's better. No. <laughs> I like yogi and boo-boo, but I gotta say, I was thinking more adult, like, Honey is this big, blonde, pregnant woman, and Bear is this really hairy guy, and they have, like, these crazy adventures together. Um, but... I'm gonna go with Paul on this one. I'm sorry, Alicia. Boo. No. <laughs> Yogi and Boo Boo, yes. All right. So, Alicia, you've heard of the show Wheel of Fortune. How about the show Meal of Distortion? Oh, Meal of Distortion. That's gonna be something along the lines of, um, I can't remember what it's called kind of a reality show mm -hmm. and uh, you have to perform certain tasks or whatever and if you fail you have to eat something super disgusting okay so you're like, like fear factor. that's what i'm yeah, thinking okay. like fear factor. fear factor all right really distorted disgusting stuff if you don't complete your thing properly i like it all uh it's a European game show. But I have another twist. It's okay. called Oh Meal of Distortion, but I'm gonna add the wheel of dis wheel wheel into it too, because when you don't complete your task you have to spin this <laughs> wheel and it has all the disgusting stuff on it. What's whatever one it lands on. You gotta eat. You gotta eat. Tell me what's one of the things it might land on. Oh, like things like um what are those slugs? Oh like escargot. You know. A dry cockroach, oh, just yeah. really gross. Lamb's blood. Some nasty fudge. Yeah, yeah. Some nasty fudge. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of an inside joke there, but okay, I like so the. See, I like incorporate the wheel. Yeah, I like incorporating the wheel. There you go. Okay. Paul, it's a European version of Man versus Food. Where okay. They just now they okay. just they have big piles of, of food and they just have to eat until uh, you know go competition like two people okay and whoever eats the most wins okay mine's better okay i i was kind of thinking when i wrote this along the line of you got to eat some nasty stuff yeah uh, so i'm i think i'm a little bit biased olivia how about you decide on this one i think i like alicia's better okay <laughs> all right well, wheel which, of distortion goes to wheel? alicia yeah all right paul You've heard of the book <laughs> Gone with the Wind. What about the book Stolen by a Volcano? <laughs> Stolen by a Volcano? Yes. 
it's an Indiana Jones type movie. Okay. And really, the the name of it kind of gives it away. They go looking for this uh, secret treasure, mm -hmm. uh, and they find it. And at the end, um, they get up on top of a volcano, and it's a um, it's a gold skull, and um, the bad guy gets a hold of it, and they're on top of a cliff, and he gets shot, and he falls into the volcano with the treasure. <laughs> okay, alright. I like how you turned it into a movie, even though this was a book. <laughs> uh, Alicia, what is stolen by a volcano? Mine's a book, maybe not necessarily a book, but maybe, well, I guess it could be a book or a story in a magazine. It was young couple that got married and they're taking their honeymoon to a place that had a volcano, semi-active volcano, and they were outdoorsy type of people, so they went hiking and wanted to go up to the top, like a little bit daredevil, they probably weren't supposed to go up there, but they went up there anyway, and they were so happy and so in love, it's going to be so cool, it's so great, and um, Trevor decided he was going to um, take a selfie of him and Shannon, uh -huh. and so he's like, you know, standing up there on the volcano, and of course, like you hear all the time, the Grand Canyon, or oh, yeah. Yosemite, Trevor lost his foot. <laughs> Trevor lost his footing. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, it's not supposed to be funny. It's not supposed to be funny to hear about people dying, but... It's <laughs> not supposed to be funny, I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I have Trevor to lost this one, his footing, <laughs> taking the selfie. Note, this is why selfies are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and he fell backwards into the volcano, and Shannon's like, oh my gosh, my life, my love, it's over, it's all been stolen by a volcano. <laughs> Okay, I give this one to Alicia oh, only because with, yeah. she involved the volcano a lot more into this oh, story, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I did like. But Paul, if you get these last four, then you <laughs> tie. Four more? Yeah, there's ten. Oh, good God. Uh, actually, there's uh, one more that counts for five <laughs> points because... <laughs> I can't come up with There's that. some more coming. Okay, so let's say there's two that I really like. Okay. You've heard of the show, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Oh, crap. What about the show, There Goes Pa-Ma? <laughs> Here Goes Pa-Ma. <laughs> so, Alicia, you start with this one. Uh, there Goes, There Goes Pa-Ma. It's a hyphen, so it's Pa-Ma, not like Pa, comma, Ma. Oh, There Goes Pa-Ma. Um, well, I'm, I'm gonna interpret the other way. Okay, okay. <laughs> so... These, this family, this young family, they're kind of poor, they don't have a whole lot of money, and they decide, and this might be somewhat based in truth, <laughs> um, they decide, Pa, Ma, we only have a few bucks. <laughs> Can we go to the local convenience store and buy some lottery tickets? <laughs> Maybe we are gonna strike it rich this time. This just might be the time. Is this like around the so, holiday? And it was around the holidays, so they really <laughs> wanted to have a good Christmas for the kids and all. So they piled in the old, you know, Toyota Tercel, <laughs> and they rambled down to the convenience store, and they pulled up, and they're trying to decide, you know, who's going to go in, and little Billy needs a new pair of shoes and stuff, and we need our next meal. Let's take our pool, our five dollars and go in to the lottery ticket so ma says kids wait here in the car 
me and Dad are going to go in the store and we're going to get the tickets. What's the title of it? There goes Paul. There goes Paul Ma. And I said, no, kids, I'm going to stay with you. We're going to stay with Dad by himself. I need a cigarette. <laughs> so, Dad gets out, head hanging low, walking to the convenience store. And then in the back, both of the kids are like, there goes Paul and Ma. <laughs> and I looked back and said, that's right. <laughs> and he's going to shoot. She's gonna strike your head. <laughs> I like it, Paul. You've got a lot of work to do. All right. So, is this a reality TV show? This is. So, I'm kind of interested to see how this show is dragged on over multiple episodes. Yes, maybe because they win. they win. Yes. Okay. So maybe kind of Beverly Hillbillies kind of thing. You got it. But um, Paul, what what is there goes Paul Ma? Um, is it a TV show? It's a TV show. You can decide what kind of TV show. Okay. It is, so scripted, unscripted. So uh. Paul is a, <laughs> he makes moonshine for a living. Uh-huh. This is said a few years back, and, uh, and he ma- starts making a pretty good living for the family and everything like that, and his reputation starts kind of growing in, the, in that community and everything like that. Uh, but he starts getting into trouble with the law, uh-huh. and starts getting, he got arrested and everything, and he gets out of it a couple of times because he has some money then some other people who make moonshine are selling at a cheaper price. He starts losing his job. He doesn't have as much money to buy himself out of jail. Okay. And then finally he, he gets arrested and goes to prison. And Ma and the kids, Dorothy and Betty, are standing there <laughs> crying. And Betty looks up to Ma says, there goes Ma. Ma. I have, wait, can I play in this Oh, maybe you okay. can play. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> It's a twist on a show that exists, but this will be better, even though it's an already good show. So basically, it's like a family that's really normal, and then like they have a kid who like has this disease that there's no cure for, but they can't afford to like do the treatments or anything. And so the dad's like, shoot, I don't know. So he starts making crack, and then it's like <laughs> the best crack that there ever was, and then... He gets into some trouble. Like, all the competitors are like, you can't be doing that because, like, we run the crack industry. And he's like, oh, yeah. And so then it takes him around the world doing some crazy stuff. And then he ends up, like, getting in this big fight. And he blows up. And then as they lower him into the ground at his funeral, they, the daughter goes, there goes Palma. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to do a really quick one, too. I saw this as there's a man with children and there's no mother, so he has split personality disorder Ma. and thinks he's Ma oh, and he thinks like he's it. Ma. So sometimes he's the dad and he's really chill, but sometimes he's Ma and he becomes, like, cold-blooded. Like and it. so he starts killing all these bullies that are coming after the children. <laughs> and then eventually he's just like, you know what? I'm full on ma, and he just only becomes the mom, and the pa just like drops out completely. So eventually, the show will become there goes ma ma. And, but that I, that's what I thought of this game. Oh my um, gosh! And because I think it's so stellar, I really want to give myself this one. But <laughs> I I like how we have this based on a true story with Alicia, but I also like this kind of narcos Breaking Bad with. but or yeah moonshine version i think there's more of a premise with paul's show than with the with with the disappointment in alicia's face (laughs) (laughs) alicia's deeply offended (laughs) um but also i think there's a possibility where like 
You know how you become someone's bitch in prison? Oh, yeah. You can become okay. the ma, and you're, like, True. the guardian of the prison, and you're, like, the bot, like, the boss. Yeah. So you're the ma of everyone. Oh, I'm gonna have to go with Paul on this uh, one. So he gets four right. points. Uh, we're at, I think it's a tie. Yes, it's a tie, so... Think, I thought that was so really good, Alicia. I'm sorry for offending you. Um, I like how she pulls things out of reality. Yeah. There. Uh, there, was a, there was some, but not as much creativity from Alicia's side. She did steal a lot of just what's real. And, but <laughs> I like how she looped it into this game. Uh, thank you both so much for being here, for sacrificing your time and dignity on my show. Let's go eat lunch. Uh, I will give you both a five-second PSA of anything of your choice. Real Housewives of OC, bravo. Channel 237, San Diego. <laughs> Paul. Comes any- back August 6th. <laughs> Paul, anything you want to say? I love Fog Lake. I do too. I'm going to do closing announcements as quickly as I can. Thank you so much for watching Guys There's Guidelines, the blog turned podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. New episodes every other Tuesday. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to leave a review so other people know how show how great the show is. You can send me uh, suggestions on deep ideas and games at Geisler's, or not at, on Geisler's Guidelines at gmail.com, no apostrophe in Geisler's. Follow me on Instagram at Savage Sasquatch 78 and be sure to stay while everyone, Alicia, I believe you have something. One PS. Hi, Millie. Okay. Hi, Millie. Thank you for being on the show. Love you guys. Stay good out there, everybody.